This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast. And rarely can you say... A 23-point win was not near as close as it seemed. But that was the case today for Georgia as it takes down Florida 43-20 to improve to 8-0 on the season. Another win in Jacksonville for Kirby Smart. And this was a was a big game for Carson Beck, a Jacksonville native who uh, grew up, you know, following the Gators and gets to have the an incredible game in Jacksonville in his first season as a starter. Um, really uh, kind of a ho-hum 315-yard passing game, but just looked outstanding out there, as poised as he can be in his hometown with his friends and family watching. Throwing for 315 and two touchdowns on on Florida in a game where everyone was wondering how is Georgia going to handle not having its best player on the football field? And while he was one of the uh, on the sidelines as Kirby dressed him out as as one of the 70 Georgia dressed out, Georgia's offense had no issues whatsoever without him on the field as is Carson Beck and Mike Bobo just Dialed up a perfect game plan and carved up Florida's defense for, uh, you know, an outstanding performance overall. Uh, I mean, they put up uh, 486 yards. They had over seven yards of play and honestly left points on the board. A couple of red zone possessions that led to field goals. Uh, they could have had, you know, easily 50 in this game. Um that's kind of one of the only, you know, criticisms you can really have because Georgia's offense has scored the first four times it touched the ball. And while, again, you thought this was going to be a shootout early on, uh, seven nothing, and then Georgia uh, rolls down the field and and uh, puts points on the board as well. Before you knew it, it was a twenty-six to seven lead for the for the dogs, uh, and for the first time since nineteen eighty two. Georgia's offense scored over 40 points against Florida 
Uh, I know 2017, uh, they put up over, over 40, but that included a fumble recovery for a touchdown. And the answer was who was going to step up uh, without Brock Bowers. And the answer was Lad McConkey today as uh, Lad took advantage of the bye week to get that back healthy. Looked like uh, a future NFL wide receiver out there with his six catches for 135 yards and a touchdown. Uh, a huge uh, 54-yard catch from him and a 55-yard catch from Dominic Lovett as well. Uh, the offense just looked outstanding out there. And Lad looked like, you know, the player that everyone thought he could be coming into this season. I, you got to give him credit. Uh, he has been an incredible playmaker for Georgia and stepped up when they needed it most uh, in this game against Jackson, against Florida. And, and honestly, I think it's, it's been a really, really strong career for him. We got to really give him credit for not just today, but what he's done uh, in, in Jacksonville, the last two games, he had four catches for 51 yards and a touchdown along with a seven yard touchdown run. Uh, against Florida last season. So he has been officially anointed as a Gator killer. And uh, I just think that's outstanding. If you just think about uh, how his career has gone to date. Georgia's defense uh, really got pressure when they needed it to. Florida had the ball seven times in a row without scoring. Uh, they Georgia allowed that again, that touchdown on the opening drive. You thought, okay, this could be a shootout. They had a great script to start, but you got to credit Glenn Schumann and that coaching staff. They made adjustments and they did not, uh, they kept Florida off the scoreboard until early in the fourth quarter. They, uh, Georgia got pressure when it needed it. They had four sacks in this game. They forced, for the first time this season, uh, a fumble recovery. And uh, Marvin Jones recovered that one uh, for, for Georgia. A big play there as well. So again, the the score is not indicative of just how well Georgia played. The Florida added a couple fourth quarter touchdowns that I know Kirby Smart is livid about, but the game was already out of reach. Special teams again coming up clutch. I know that fans were punching air as uh, Georgia had to settle for field goals a couple times in the red zone, but again, Hayden Woodring made both his field goals. And Georgia had his first block punt of the season by Joel Jonel Aguero, uh, resulting in a safety. Uh, they got points off that. And got to give credit to Brad Thorson, all three of his punts inside the 20. And again, without a return, uh, Georgia has not uh, allowed any punt return to the season. So uh, incredible job there. I think, again, this was a, you know, a big stage for Georgia and its coaching staff. You have to give Mike Bobo credit. Uh, I know there are a couple, uh, you know, early downs runs in the red zone where uh, it seemed like he was going a little bit too uh, to script, but it also set up the first down play action throw later in the game, and also uh, you know the the outside run for a touchdown as well uh, was just classic Bobo playing to his strengths. And even late in the game, he kind of threw in a, a wrinkle, a, a deep cut for himself and finally threw in that that toss sweep against Florida that uh, I know had Todd Gurley out there celebrating uh, as he took to Twitter to talk about 
uh, Ladd McConkie returning to form for Georgia and celebrating Georgia's success. But again, the coaching staff did well. Um, Florida was coming in, having played some of its best football of the season. And Georgia reminded them that they're nowhere near close to being where they need to be in this rivalry game. So uh, huge uh, game overall. Uh, this is a signature game for Carson Beck. And I think it, it kind of showed that he is not a one-trick pony. He's able to come out and perform at a really high level without a top 10 draft pick out there on offense and, and Brock Bowers. I think that uh, you have to really be encouraged if you're a Georgia fan seeing that because you're probably going to have one, you know, a couple more games without Brock Bowers being able to take the field. Um, but again, there's still some things to work on here. Overall, you did allow 21 points. Um, and, and there were some run fits that you'd like to have back. Uh, there was a, a couple credit to Florida, good play calls that you saw Georgia uh, with the blitz. They played to the blitz a couple of times. They got right there, the goal line uh, for that one touchdown kind of had uh, the entire defense looking one way. And then, you, you know, you hit them with that, that fake reverse throw for the touchdown. But there wasn't a lot of bad in this game. I, I think uh, you, you have to really be excited uh, for if you're a Georgia fan right now because after that first drive, uh, Georgia locked in. And it was a great game all around in its top rivalry game. And you really never are afraid under Kirby Smart that he's not going to get his team up for a big game. At the same time, you still have to give credit for Kirby Spartan's coaching staff having Georgia prepared for this big game. Uh, these are the kind of games you need to win in order to keep have, having that ultimate goal in front of you, and they, and they did. So uh, now Georgia can uh, move on and prepare for its, its next big game. Another uh, promising offense, high-powered offense in Missouri uh, at home at 3.30, again on CBS, and we will be talking about that all next week but uh for this edition of the junkyard dollcast i'm kip adams you guys enjoy your weekend it's the nfl offseason but on pick six part of the cbs sports podcast network the football season never stops Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.